We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Okay. All right. It's live show for this week. So this week we got uh, myself, Mike, he, him, and Sterling, he, him, both from the Trendlets podcast. We got Nat, he, him, from the uh, Collective Action Comics podcast. We got Nick, he, him, from the Intervention podcast. And we got Brandon, he, him, from the Cars of Comrades podcast. And this week we're going to talk about mega communism, I guess. I guess that's the fucking topic. We don't have anything else. It's just going to be that fucking ridiculous. We are definitely going to, uh, I think, fill up an entire hour just getting angry about this bullshit. But to start off, I mean, Sterling, you put up a poll on Twitter, and it's gone, I guess, kind of viral. Like, you want to just start up, start off with that? Tell me about it. Okay, so it, it goes a few hours before that. So you guys did that episode about the Pat Sox and uh, Haas. I was relatively unfamiliar with that entirely. And, you know, I, I initially was setting out the episode because I really didn't have much input on it. I hadn't really uh, brought myself up to speed. And then also I had a golf ball size abscess in my left nut that I had to deal with that day. So <laughs> that, that, that was a whole thing, uh, which nuts are good now. Nuts are good now. Um, that was a whole, that was a whole fucking ordeal, buddy. Uh, uh, but we're, we're good. But afterwards, uh, the guy you brought on decolonized Buffalo or oh, Rick, maybe yeah. One, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I fucking love his shit. Yeah. And uh, Victor as well. I mean, it was yeah. great. Like just hearing them talk about all this shit just in real time. Cause I think that's one of the best ways to even handle these videos from like well, right-wing people, and these mm-hmm. are guys I would count as right-wing people now, it's just like, pick it apart, take your time with it, it's it's fun, and it makes great content, it's great. Yeah, so I was, you know, posting it on Twitter, because he had just shared that episode to push it around, so I did some reshares, and then someone from the Re- uh, Rev- Revolutionary Black Blackout Network uh, started replying to his tweet, and she was basically just saying that he was being mean and offensive for no reason. She had been trying to get with him to even bring him onto her platform and, you know, yada, yada. And at first I thought he was just being an unnecessary asshole to her. So I was literally going to step in and just kind of, you know, play the politician there. Um, so I started to literally type the tweet and be like, hey, you know, I, I, I looked at her stuff. You may be being a little harsh on her. Maybe we can step back and see if there's actually some common ground. And I typed out this whole tweet. And then before I hit send, I said, you know what? I really don't want to put my foot in my mouth. So I'm going to go look. I'm going to go dig a bit first. Yeah, so yeah. I started digging, immediately came back and, and just deleted the draft. That was never going out because I just <laughs> ran into a fucking gold mine of cringe. And they had brought on this fucker Jackson Hinkle for a debate. And it was this guy uh, at Socialist MMA. Um, he's part of Revolutionary Blackout Network. His name's Nick. Uh, they apparently very big following. I've heard of them in the past. That was the main reason I first was like, maybe let's not pick a fight with them. Cause I knew they had a pretty big platform and they were well-respected. So I, I assumed it was probably a misunderstanding, but I started seeing all these people just bashing them for Hinkle and he's just getting so defensive and he's like, Oh, what? I can't bring on people from opposite ideologies and have a debate. And I was like, I actually agree with that. I was like, hell, I'm looking at Jackson Hinkle, but he can't be as bad as liquid fucking Zulu. Um, So I was like, "Eh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like, 
I'm like, you can't just bash someone because of who they brought on. It depends on the substance of the conversation and how you handle it. So I went and listened to the debate. And, I mean, I felt like their goal, and I would be very surprised if there wasn't, like, some signed contract and fucking agreement rules they had to abide by just to get this guy on. I mean, he's recently been on Tucker Carlson because every communist should strive to get on Tucker Carlson. That's really a show of uh, leftist unity there. Um, so I would love to go on Tucker Carlson so that I can, <laughs> you know, redacted. You, you, mean to, you mean to shit on Antifa for 15 minutes because that's all he did. <laughs> so uh, I listened to the debate and I know his goal was to open a door just to open a door to bring it in and have a conversation. But what he did was just toss him the fucking keys to the car, take a nap in the back seat and say, just whip this bitch wherever the fuck you want to go. Because he literally just, the whole fucking debate is him asking these softball ass questions. Hinkle completely deflecting, going a different way. Every now and then, the other guy, I forget his name, not Nick, but the other guy that's on it, he would actually push him and be like, uh, okay, well, you keep saying globalism instead of capitalism. And yeah. usually when that term is used, it's not typically used from a leftist perspective. So if you're just using it to try to get MAGA people to listen to you, are you making sure that they know what it means or at least how you mean it? And also, what is the difference between globalism and capitalism? Can you explain the difference? And he would be like, yes, there is a difference. And he'd be like, care to elaborate? And he'd be like, no. Okay, let's talk about this then. And they literally wouldn't hold him to a goddamn thing. And he's, and he's like, everyone keeps accusing me of platforming because that's what you fucking did. There's a difference between debating and platforming. Debating is bringing someone on and tearing apart dumbass fucking ideas. But platforming is bringing some on, letting them expose your audience to some batshit crazy uh, theories that are entwined with communism, because let, let's remember how effective that is. The fucking Nazis called themselves the National Socialists for a reason. They use the fucking words and the vocabulary for a reason. Yeah. So you bring on someone who's obviously a fascist, who is using leftist vocabulary, and you're not explaining the actual uh, technicals and nuances and, and the dangers in this. You're just letting it go to your listeners. It's... It's very fucking dangerous, and that is fucking platforming. And it's funny because his tweets ever since, because now I've just gotten into all these like Twitter wars with with him and all of his little fucking goons and shit. He's literally using globalist elites in, in his replies and stuff. And I'm like, you you fucking jumped to Hinkle's side now. Your whole argument was I just debated this asshole, like I, I just brought him on to talk to the opposition. Now you're fucking talking in his dog whistles. You've done the fucking shit to yourself. It's crazy. Blows my mind. So I've just been going back and forth. I'm making memes. I'm, you know, calling them out. I'm, you know, other this people who like, are. This is RBN, Revolutionary Black Eyed Network, they were calling out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and let me be honest. Like, my understanding of my, my past of, of this platform was very fucking positive. Like, I have nothing to but good things to say about the comrades. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, I didn't even know about them. I just, I, but I also, talking to Rick, like. Obviously, it's not just a united front of, uh, you know, native people in America or, you know, so it's like there are a lot of uh, beefs that I don't know about. And he's been filling me in on some people that are like 
not supporting decolonization, which is a weird stance to take. And I just don't fucking understand that. But I mean, continue. Sorry, I just, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, these are some of the people that he mentioned. Um, mentions a lot of things to me. And I just, uh, I'll leave it to him to like speak on that, though, of course. Yeah, but just if I could, if I could throw that in there, though, because you mentioned decolonization, like I think why th this is so important for us is because it's a fundamental issue of the material conditions of the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fundamental to how we should understand it as Marxists, right? So that's why I think it's not just like it's not just some like online petty beef. I think it's the stance that Rick takes, and I think it's the correct one, is that it's actually like fundamental to actually developing a true revolutionary program within the existing U.S. You know what I mean? And that's why it's important to. It's not just a. It's not mm -hmm. a petty beef. You know. Yeah. yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna be like a white Marxist and quote Marx all the time and talk about like um, disregarding decolonialization. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if you have read even the first fucking paragraph of, like, Critique of the Gotha Program, he talks about how the relationship to land is, like, the fundamental idea of our relationship with labor, which is, you know, a Marxist perspective, right? We cannot decouple the land question or the land back question from the means of production question that all these people who are LARPing as Marxists want to harp on about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mean to downplay because I, I was actually going to mention that Rick is also calling you out serving in the group chat for saying that like decolonization is a small disagreement. And that's not how I meant to interpret it at all. Is that that's like a beef? It's literally just like a, it's a quite fundamental disagreement. But yeah, uh, Sterling, I wanted you to get into the uh, the poll because you were starting to get to that because I think that's the most, uh, I guess, the viral aspect that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I I just wanted to preface a little bit more before I get there. And that is so. And just to say on the, on the decolonization thing, that that's a topic that I think is very important to, and that should be in the conversation on the left. I personally don't have a lot of knowledge on it, so I don't try to speak to too many things in detail that I know I don't have a lot of knowledge on. There are people like Decolonized Buffalo who are the voices that should be at the forefront of that. If that conversation needs to happen, I'm going to do what I can to push him to the front so he can speak on that. I am not going to be the fucking white guy who tries to explain <laughs> what's going on there when I clearly can not do it justice so no he's 100 right there and uh and my my apology if, if i kind of like made that sound like i was downplaying it i was not i was just trying to not be the one to to step at the forefront of that argument because that's not my place my place is to make sure he's at the front of that argument no i, but, I guess i was more speaking to her just like the general importance of the conversation you know what i mean yeah more yeah, than yeah. Anything. yeah i i completely agree with that um so as far as the what led to the poll was more just digging into understanding what uh, this whole Pat Sock thing was and then figuring out the whole MAGA communism thing, which I really assume was a joke. I honestly assumed it was people making fun of Pat Socks. I didn't know it was their fucking hashtag and it was their thing. So it can be a real thing and still a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, at least. so it. In my just reviewing it and posting other tweets that were getting attention, I was just fucking around and, po and posted the poll. Well, before I get to the poll, because I'll go through all the details of the poll, but let me just read you a tweet from Jackson Hinkle to give you an idea. Because this guy, he literally, when, when we say talks in dog whistles, I mean, it's like 
straight fucking up dog was like you don't have to be stupid to get what he's saying like here's a tweet he says if and he's talking about the desantis thing i take it everyone knows the whole desantis uh put a bunch of people on a plane and sent them to texas and said yeah or was it texas or virginia martha's vineyard, martha's vineyard. yeah yeah it's just like yeah y'all, y'all be good um so he says if gop governors like desantis and abbott want illegal immigrants out of the U.S., why are they sending them deeper into the suburbs of the Midwest? If they truly care about protecting American families, just listen to that line. I'm going to read it again. If they truly care about protecting American families from potentially violent migrants, why not send them back across the border? Now, there's so build a build the communist wall, build the communist. Yeah, wall. Holy yeah. exactly. There's a, there's, there's a lot to unpack here. One, he's insinuating that the migrants are potentially violent. They're as potentially violent as any fucking else. I mean, violence, criminalism is a side effect of poverty and fucking capitalism and especially imperialism. You take just think about anyway, I'm not going to go into a rabbit hole of what we do to their country and how that fucking impacts people. But when you talk about migrants in this way and you start telling GOP senators, they're not being fascist enough. They're not being hardcore enough. You need to send them back to another country. That's not fucking communism. He is literally that's eugenics. That is, uh, and and they are very much in the confederalism realm. They are in the state rights realm. And I'm I'm talking about Hinkle. I'm talking about MAGA communism. They want borders. They want states' rights. They want they they don't want this whole little you know we we all just do what we can to help each other hippie stuff that communists normally get associated with. They want the hardcore shit that the that MAGA is associating with. And that's really why they're teaming up with MAGA because they share their fucking beliefs. They're just using these bu- buzzwords. So I-, I keep running into these things that are just fucking obvious. And Revolutionary Black Network just let it all slide, brings none of this up. It's funny. Whatever, I-, I don't know what platform they stream on, if it's Twitch or something else. But, you know, they have those uh, super commoners or whatever where you pay a certain amount of money and then they read your comment out in the chat. So when they get to the end, they have all of these comments they have to read where people are literally paying them fucking money to say words they should have been saying the whole time. And they finally, after the whole fucking thing of garbage, get to other people's takes that have physically given them money to force them to say these words and start actually asking the questions they should have asked. And then they just brush them off and laugh. They like ask a real question like, Oh, well, you know, as Marxists, if we, uh, if we are not actively using the word capitalism when describing capitalism, don't you understand how that, that that's an actual risk of our cause? And, and, you know, some of them even get way more harsher than that, that they needed to be saying. And they literally read it like it's a joke and brush it off and be like, oh, no, we can really read the rest of them after you're gone, too. I mean, just fucking bonkers. And they're wondering why there's so much backlash. So I, I post this little poll. Let me pull it up and I'll read exactly what I put on there. It's fucking ridiculous, though. <laughs> It, it is crazy. It's hilarious. So I just said, hashtag MAGA communism is blank. And I have four options. One, think tank funded, which I actually wholeheartedly believe this first one. Yes, there is, and I wanted to bring that up later, but go on. Yeah. Two, CIA, CIA PSYOP. Maybe. 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 De- definitely maybe. has also believe that. <laughs> yeah. Two are totally it, intertwined. Yeah, it, it definitely is probably popping up on their radar. They're considering investing, at least. Um, <laughs> three, same Nazi shit as ever. 
that one I may not believe because this is a little bit different Nazi shit. Like Nazbos was a little different. This is funded shit. This is like mm. money behind them shit. This is a little different. That one, you know, is actually uh, got 24% of the vote. The think tank has two CI PSYOP has 10. And then at 64% is totally real and valid. And all of our listeners who are like, why is that the big one? Because as soon as I posted it, there's a, uh, a guy, what's his name? Uh, labor wave designs or something. Oh, big piece of shit. Yeah. He's someone we kicked out of a, a server, you know, like Early on, early episodes of Turn Leftist, way over a year, maybe two years ago, he got kicked out for posting some redacted shit that should have never made its way onto an online forum. You endanger everyone in that forum. And for anyone who doesn't know this about the FBI, if you're in a fucking, even an Instagram chat room, and someone in that Instagram chat room, even if you're not talking with them, if they post in there some fucking illegal shit, some shit that you shouldn't be associated with, and then someone in that chat gets arrested, and that phone gets uh, taken, and they find that chat, every single one of you are going on a fucking list and getting investigated. That's how that fucking works. When we say, don't dox yourself, don't say dumb shit just because it's a joke, it's not a fucking joke. And I won't go into detail in my personal experience, but it's not a fucking joke. <laughs> so... That, that's kind of to catch you guys up to speed. The fucking little fed boy who I'm honestly convinced is a fed boy. We kicked him out for doing shit that probably would get you looked at in the feds. And now all of a sudden he's onto some shit that seems pretty fucking fed. And so he reshares it and says, you know what to do boys. And then oh, next God. thing I know I've got every motherfucking quote unquote leftist that lives in Langley, Virginia is resharing mm -hmm. it <laughs> and, co and commenting. And I mean, and all of them are just stupid asinine. It's just like, uh, MAGA communism, the best MAGA communism, the future. And it's all shit like that. Not out of like, it's gotta be a hundred comments at this point out of every one of those. There's not a single person who's actually even explaining what their views are. It's all these little troll, maybe bots, it's it's bonkers. They either don't know what they're talking about, or they're not talking about MAGA it. communism in the group chat. Always reads like they read a lot more fucking Hitler than Marx. Like whatever they said about like MAGA communism for a thousand years. Like holy shit, you're doing thousand year Reich shit. Yeah. So you know, there was, speaking of, speaking of like infiltration on the left and all that, uh, which I'll get to the stuff that I researched a little bit uh, later when we get to it, but um just as a joke uh or as a as a funny story so i'm i'm one of the mods for the buddy head discord right um and there was some motherfucker that came in and i guarantee you obviously this was a cop of some sort right because this person came in and literally said uh so when is the revolution a revolution happening and they like had like three variations on that theme and then like word for word said so do y'all think america deserve 911 i was like all right well you're gone fuck you yeah get the fuck out like fuck that yeah get out but first yes they did yeah i mean yeah you know we're talking oh. about like what these guys believe and shit and like what they've read and i honestly wonder how much they actually believe i mean i think they're for one, a bunch of privileged white dudes, right? Which I think we can all agree yeah. that Hinkle is. And I don't think they believe in shit because, like, Labor Wave inclusive, I think he was, or they, or whatever, 
also was just like, yeah, I post shit just to get a rise out of people and get like the the links, the, the likes on Instagram, right? And get all the traction for the algorithm. And Hinkle just said the same shit. Like all the shit I do is for clout or whatever, right? So it's not about actually building a movement that's going to change shit for, you know, the oppressed people within the fucking borders of this country and beyond. It's about fucking Instagram clout or Twitch clout. Like, give me a fucking break. And like, this is this is who we're going to follow with our stupid hashtags and shit like that. Like, give me a break. It's not only that they don't know any theory, right? They also don't know any history. And I want to make it clear, too, that like, I I truly believe, not that I'm like forgiving anybody for this, but I truly believe that most of these like MAGA communism idiots are, of course, victims of an incredibly sophisticated propaganda machine. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't come to these views organically. They are, they are too diametrically opposed to have to like accidentally stumble upon them. Right? It's like red marksman. And Same shit. Cold. <laughs> it's red That's marksman what, all over. I don't even know what he got into. He wouldn't even get into like patriotic socialism, was it? It was just like no, you know, no. He he got into uh, that. What was his name? Abdullah Muhammad. Oh, Ojalan. Uh, Ojalan. Yeah, ma, ma, Abdullah. Yeah, democratic Ojalan. federalism. Yeah, which is basically conservative as fuck. It's like anarchism mixed with conservatism. It's, you know, we should just have all our own states and we should be free to trade with the other states however we want, which all that turns into is the states with less fertile grounds end up getting fucked by the states with the big cities and the power and the money. And this is this is the same shit. That's all MAGA communism is, is they want all these little separate states that exist by themselves and the ones with the money and the power. And they've never once said do away with money. They're very careful not to critique capitalism. That's mm-hmm. that's why they use globalism is because those those are different words and they do know the difference. And also I thought it's probably important to explain to our listeners who may not be familiar with some of these terms. Uh, Patsock is patriotic socialism. So the general idea of patriotic socialism is that they they are anti-union. They are anti-organizing in general. They believe organizing together uh, outside is a waste of time because they think the internet is more powerful and more viral, which goes back to what they were Four saying. All, all, yeah, all they care about is clout. So and we have to appeal to the most reactionary elements in the working fed. class. Incredibly reactionary. Incredibly reactionary. And I've this never ma- heard something more of an op than organize online, don't get don't do it in real life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's like this whole hashtag MAGA communism, what they mean by that, that is part of the Patsock movement. It's not it's not just another word for Patsock movement. It's a deeper version of it that's gaining popularity within this very fucking small circle. Like Matt, Mike was pointing out, there's like a hundred fucking tweets about it so far. It <laughs> practically doesn't exist. It's not even at the level of stupid ideology. It's just not real yet. So, but their theory is that if they go to the MAGA rallies and they extend an olive branch to MAGA and talk in their vocabulary and adapt their phrases and even some of their beliefs, that they will be able to get MAGA on their side. But that doesn't work if one side is 99.9999999999 times the size of your side. What happens is if that revolution succeeds, you're not even a voice in that movement. Go ahead. It also doesn't work if you try and like adopt their language and pop. 
so thoroughly that you're indistinguishable from them. Yeah, you're you're yeah. just you're just them. And he even said he has no goals of educating them about communism, only existing within their world. And I'm like, no, that's just putting yourself in their world. That's a different yeah. fucking thing. So and how long before how long before Jackson ends up on fucking Alex Jones? He's like, so Jackson. Tell me about American communism and what that means, you know? And all those communists are amazing, and they can do some amazing things, but I really like where you're going with this, and you got to tell he, me more about it. He's going to get his ass knocked out, because now he's, so he's, he's, Alex Jones. He's, he's already booking tickets to all the next MAGA rallies, and there's he's got followers. Now, I don't believe he's going to be carrying around one of these signs, and I've already seen these signs that say communists for Trump. He may not carry one. Someone with him is going to carry one. And I live in the South, in Georgia, and I promise you, I know the Trumpies down here. You pull up with a sign that says communist for Trump, they're going to think you're fucking insulting them. They're going to knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how that goes. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. And the, the, the third word I want to bring up is sex, Pat. This is a word I've recently learned. So, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, so Hinkle is getting accused hardcore of this, which is not surprising looking into the guy and the photos he's posting with all these like random fucking Instagram model chicks and stuff. But uh, sexpat is a build on an older word called expat, which is an expatriot. So that is someone who has left the country to live in another country. A sexpat is someone who does that by choice to have sex with women in other countries where sex is easier for a white man than it is in the U.S. They, Very they, often underage. Just like Tate. Just like Tate. Yes. It, yeah. it, it is very much intertwined with underage sex as well. Now, I'm not accusing him of that. I haven't seen that evidence, but there is apparently a lot out there to show that he spends a lot of times going to a lot of these countries where sex, uh, the sex industry is very available or he just, you know, because of the money and being a white man just has a, a lot easier time getting sex than he would in the U.S., so... I just want to bring that up as well, and with that, I think I'm going to hand the floor to someone else. <laughs> you have to, you have to remember too that the the places that where like sex tourism and sex or yeah. sex pats would go, the the sex tourism there is so thriving because of the fallout from World War II. Right? Yeah. The 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 nationalist like the imperialist fallout both from Japan and the United States from World War II, and. Like we've destroyed the purchasing power of like the the currencies of these places. So when white people go over there, their dollar extends a lot farther, right? So they can go over there, and then um, through a like not exactly a culture, but um, certainly an increase of um, essentially like sex enslavement on both Japanese soldiers and American soldiers. These industries burgeoned in the like late forties and early fifties. And I mean, on even beyond that, I mean, look at Eastern Europe after the fall of the USSR. It's kind of another exactly. haven for this kind of shit. Well, I mean, what I wanted to say about mega communism, at least, was like, they'd have no positive vision. If you ask them, like, what mega communism looks like, they talk about organizing, well, not even really organizing. They just talk about trying to recruit from the far right, from these fucking chuds. And they don't describe how that actually works, how you actually get them to change any of their views. So far, it just seems like they want to hate all the same people that the far right hates, which is really weird. It's just a strange coincidence that they just hate gay <laughs> people, they hate immigrants, they hate anybody that the far right hates, and they also are not far rightists. They're no, they are the real Marxists, and they're now calling us liberals for not being racist, for not being homophobic, which I think is hilarious because I love 
purging liberals. Anybody who knows me knows that I just love blocking people. I fucking <laughs> love blocking people. If you give me a reason to block you, if you like a comment that I think is fucked up, I will block all of those people. <laughs> if you follow an account I don't like, I will. If it's a few hundred people, I'll block all of them. I don't give a fuck. I do this all the time. <laughs> I really enjoy it. So I'm going to block lots and lots of Pat Sox. But I mean, these guys are not going to be around very long. I will be surprised no. if they are around up until the next election. If they are around then, they will not be around after the next election. I think even if Trump wins, like, the MAGA communism movement will die very quickly right on the vine. I mean, those guys will not tolerate you. I think you guys just know nothing about, what is it, the Night of Long Knives or any of the, the history of, like, the communists trying to ally with fascists. And then <laughs> this it just doesn't work out. It does not work out historically. Let's, let's tail a reactionary electoral movement, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Always happens uh, okay. to the best of uh, um, the okay. communist interests. And, like these fuckers put pictures of uh, Lenin next to Trump and shit like that. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? I would love to see the diatribe that Lenin would write about this movement today. Mm. Or the, these start off again. with you can't even call it a movement because it's so small. It's so small. It's it, it shouldn't. We shouldn't even like give it enough credence to call it that at this. It's point a movement in, in the yet, same way that I have a movement every morning when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> now they they are not nearly that regular. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, so uh, does anyone here disagree that this this is a fed op? Oh, I, I don't even know if it started I, that way or if it just got picked up as one, but. There's I'm, I'm more wondering like what the end game is because this is why. Check like, this out. Any... Check this out. Right. So I I looked at. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I I looked into this right before we started recording. Right. So I've got the original memo here from. Yeah, but I have Hoover a microphone and I just have opinions. Come on, bro. <laughs> about um about COINTELPRO, right? And like originally, obviously, COINTELPRO was explicitly about black nationalists, but they are also explicit that it is a long-term plan, right? There are points of this like six or seven point document, right, that are almost like like one to one, right, what they're trying to do to black nationalist groups then with what they're trying to do with like a coalition left movement now. Right. So it says like point number one is prevent the coalition of a militant black nationalist group. In unity there is strength. Here they get a little bit snarky where they say a truism that is no less valid for all its triteness, because they gotta get their jokes in somewhere, right? Uh an effective coalition of black nationalist groups might be the first step towards a real, and they put this in quotes, Mao Mao in America, beginning of a true black revolution, right? But you can kind of, like, see a good one-to-one, -one, like a real parallel there with, like, these, these firecrackers that they throw into left-wing movements like Comrade Broccoli, like the MAGA communism, right, that pre prevents, like, true, quote-unquote, left unity for whatever that means, right? Um, but that's just the number one, right? That's like the umbrella over all of it. The second one, I don't think necessarily applies. It's the prevent the rise of a messiah, which they then like specifically mentioned Malcolm X, right? But then um, talk about number three, prevent the um, prevent violence on the part of black nationalist groups. And what they mean is effective violence. They don't mean like individual acts of terrorism. They mean like actual class war, right? Like the seizing of a factory or some farmland or something like that, I'm sure. Uh, and then the fourth one is prevent militant black nationalist groups and leaders, and this is, the, I think, the most um, germane to this, right, uh, from gaining respectability by discrediting, discrediting them to three separate groups in the community. The goal of discrediting black nationalists 
uh, must be handled tactically in three ways. You must discredit these groups and individuals to first, again, this is a quote from the 60s, so forgive me, the responsible Negro community. Second, they must be discredited to the white community, particularly liberals who might be sympathetic to the fact that these people are just Negroes, right? Or if we can apply that to today, the growing like labor movements, like you see all these TikToks and stuff coming out with like, um, like Starbucks workers, like working overtime or having to throw away all the bagels or something at the end of the night. Or, and you, you, you even hear in liberal discourse that people shouldn't have to work 60 hour weeks or that even maybe people deserve healthcare, right? So what they're preventing with the MAGA communism is this idea that liberals or this this idea that liberals could um, ever work with communists because now they're associating communists with the absolute antithesis of quote liberal. The Trump. two things they love the most: MAGA and communism. Because liberals also fucking hate leftists. I like I think you do. We all you're absolutely right. Hate us so much because we just point the mirror at them and say, look. You're actually in our fucking way. Like, just stop being there so are, stupid. There like, are overlaps of issues. They hate us issues. and they hate MAGA. Like, there are overlaps of issues where the liberals, like, um, to a degree, will agree with us, even if they don't realize it, right? Like, they will say, like, oh, well, this person should probably not have to work overtime to pay rent. At least certain liberals will, right? At least on an individual level. And those are the people that are being going, being gone after by this, like, COINTEL pro shit, right? Um, and then you have the... The continuation of that point is, um, ah, well, fuck. I forgot to download the second half of this fucking time. Oh, no. <laughs> but Redacted. <laughs> right, right? No, but, like, it, it's basically just expounding on that, is that you destroy the respectability of it. But then where I was going to go with it, right, is this, this idea that I have. Now, I don't follow this very closely, right, on the Internet. So if these things are already out there, I wouldn't be surprised, but I can imagine we're going to see them, right? We, I believe, are going to start seeing memes of, um, like, mega-communist stuff using imagery from the January 6th insurrection, or whatever you want to fucking call yeah, it. Like it. Like, it, it's some, like, working-class uprising, right, that they're going to yes. start framing it like that? Well, yeah, exactly, I mean, and they're going to take the, the shaman with the buffalo head. Board. Yeah, and they what they're going to do is they're going to use that to get you know, susceptible people who might have been potential comrades, just who haven't read theory, but recognize, recognize that there's something wrong, right? Going to get that um, and, and get them um, on the wrong side, right? To not organize with us, to organize, organize in quotes, with the, with the MAGA communists who don't want them organizing. Uh, and then I think even more, and again, this is more of a stretch, but like there is a good chance that this is going to seed the idea of stochastic violence, stochastic individualist terror, into the into the like the minds of these people who just perhaps want to help, right? Because part of what like or really mainly what COINTELPRO was was about um, like framing people for violence and then arresting them to disrupt the movement, right? So you make these people who could have been potentially good comrades. Engage in ineffective individualist terror. Adventurism. Exactly. And, and you um, then, after they do this sort of terror, these, they commit these this potential crimes, right? You arrest them, and you have this wonderful avenue, this link in the chain, to link them to communism via the media because of this MAGA communism movement. 
like that knocks out like three of the first four points of COINTELPRO. Mm -hmm. Brandon, you're muted. I think it's going to be really interesting when we get to the point where if, if the whole MAGA communism thing is able to like maintain any sort of momentum, uh, where we'll see the overlap with the FBI's love of like radicalizing people on the far right and, and getting them to do terror and then arresting them. Because, like, let, let's, let's be real, like, they're not actually stopping like right wing terrorists, they're radicaling, radicalizing Brady. people to the right and then claiming a, an easy victory because they're like, oh, look at these people we caught. All we had to do was give them ideas and then, you know, we beat them. Uh, so, I, yeah, it'll be really interesting to, interesting to see how, like, it manifests with them, like, doing that with, with like, MAGA communists. Like, what, like, what are they going to, like, f arrest people for trying to foment class war against, like, the global elite or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and then they can just use the um, the, the fucking racist rhetoric that they've already seeded in, into these people to be like, hey, look, the communists are crazy. These communists believe the Jews are doing it, and like the real communists are like, no, we fucking don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can identify a lot of what these people are really about by who they claim to hate, who they say are the real enemies, what are the real problems. And it's like, they're ranting about the dumbest shit. They're ranting about, like, trans people in sports. They're ranting about just trans people existing at all, really. They are ranting about, like, the deep state, but not in the real deep state way. They're ranting about, like, literal George Soros conspiracies. And Literally. Like, crazy Alex Jones bullshit. And the real deep state hates communism. The real deep yes. state is literally an organization that works to stop communism at every level. Like, the point domestically, of the deep internationally. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's exactly what it is there for. And if the deep state that actually exists, which is a bunch of fucking waspy kids who went to some frats at some really high-level universities, they had some really god-awful sex with a bunch of other waspy kids, and it was just like, they're fucking cringe <laughs> people. Like, they are boring people, and they are going by a book which is to, like, foment, uh, I mean, like, what do you call it? Adventurism, like you were saying, like this kind of violence that they can then easily arrest people for and then pat themselves on the back to make it look like they're doing a really good job they don't mind if right-wingers go out and do a bunch of stupid shit they don't mind if like things get unstable because it just makes their job easier and it's just like to think that these guys would be against the deep state like MAGA like I invite you guys to go and try organizing in real life with these people like you are not doing it you are online for a fucking reason and we can tell what you guys are all about because of who you claim to hate and what you say are the real problems and it's like it's only dumb people that fall for this because it's like, I keep comparing it to like kids. Like when kids play hide and seek and they cover their eyes and they think you can't see them. It's like, we, <laughs> we see you, like we see what you guys are doing. Like we're not dumb. Like Sterling, what do you got? Sorry. So, I'm sorry. Before you do before you go, I'm yeah, so sorry to interrupt. I know you had your hand up, but I just want to yeah, make, so, I just want to say something too. Like you mentioned the people just doing this because it like makes them look good or gets their paychecks rolling in. I want to be clear that I believe these people are foot soldiers of like an actual like governmental like intelligence agency organization you know this this true deep state if you will that truly has an ideology the people you mentioned that go to the frats and all that they are of that ideology but that's not what they act upon right like they act because they act in pure self-interest whereas there's an ideology that their self-interest serves yeah jackson hinkle is getting paid um for yes. all this ridiculous shit 100 percent, no doubt about it um what i think is so interesting about this whole debate with revolutionary blackout network 
uh, Nick over there is Hinkle, Jackson Hinkle, has got to be the easiest person on the planet to debate. You practically don't even have to debate him. Every other fucking sentence out of his mouth contradicts the one before it. Like, his whole thing about... He's anti-organizing. He's anti-union. He's anti—you know—people getting together. How are you anti-organizing, but you are pro-maga? You want to go out to their organizations. You want to go out to their rallies and organize with them. Like his ideas fall on their own face. Like it blows my mind to have a quote-unquote debate with someone who can't even hold a cohesive argument with themselves. And not just eat this human being apart. Well, you're forgetting the really important part that, like, books are hard to read. <laughs> Fair. Like, you can, like, there's, there's dozens of books, and you can't expect him to do all that. Like, that's, that's unrealistic, man. Like, give the guy some slack. So, like, on that idea of that, you know, books are actually hard and you have to actually grapple with theory to inform <laughs> what you actually do. I mean, I, I haven't listened to this idiot enough to have a good sense of this but do you guys have any idea of like what he says with their or what they say in general with relation to like imperialism like oh yeah i mean because decolonization obviously like they're missing there obviously right yes and i'm sure they can like come out with like this anti-war rhetoric much like trump did but like trump is they don't obviously no less imperialistic than all the other people before right it's all a bunch of bullshit but then you want to adopt this patriotism bit but patriotism in the u.s is so fucking inextricable from militarism right so mm -hmm. i don't know how you would ever square those things to something that was again socialist communist anything like that right go ahead mike well, i was with brandon had okay well um i just had a fairly straightforward question because i learned about the whole pat sock thing from you guys i would have assumed it was a baseball team before that um <laughs> do they hold any uh like a single one like name one actual coherent left ideology that they have they don't yeah no, i, I mean, can't not, i can't help you not, not one coherent fucking thought in their dumb little fucking heads no yeah. it's just an anti like these guys exist you know how like in even in the u.s there was what federalist party and then there'd be the anti-federalist party there would like be parties that spring up just in opposition to another movement that's why these guys seem like such a psyop, and I think that they are, is because they only exist to be in opposition to real communists in the U.S. and to fucking make us look bad, to, like, associate us with bad people, and to, like, claim that they are trying to work with the far right, and that's going to help in some way. That's, like, the real revolutionary movement. Like, to answer your imperialist question, Nick, they don't. They just say globalism. In fact, they're actually mm -hmm. worse than just not answering the imperialist question. They're misdirecting that question, as yep. well as the capitalist question, because they just substitute globalism, which we all know is the fucking... The Jewish, the anti, the anti-Semitic conspiracy. It's like we've seen this shit before. Like this is not news yeah. to us because we've been paying attention for more than five minutes. So <laughs> it's it's really annoying. But the other thing I wanted to say was like, um, oh, fuck, I'm gonna lose it. Fuck, Stone, did you have something? I just, I just really thought, surely, if they're actually gonna call themselves communists, they had to have at least like one fucking thing. Oh no, he does say he does use the uh, the he has, uses the rhetoric of um, America is a terror state. Which is objectively true. Now, how does he <laughs> apply that? He never does. He never mm -hmm. applies it. No, yeah. I wanted to say that they 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 really do like the January sixth guys already. In case, like, I think Nick, you had brought it up before. If you're not aware, they already do like the January sixth guys, and they use that as evidence that the 
MAGA movement is the most revolutionary movement in the country right now, and therefore we should lie with it, which is mean it's stupid because these guys are doing adventurism and they're doing adventurism against marginalized people, against leftists, against people that <laughs> that we are. Like it's, it's stupid to try and lie with those people because you were going to get yourself killed. But and I, yeah, I can't Sterling... like Sterling is is right. I grew up in Georgia. I can't wait till they fucking roll into a Trump rally with with communists for Trump, dude. I want the footage of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as far as their imperialism thing, like Mike is completely right. When that question gets brought up, and you know, speaking of Hinkle specifically, when it gets brought up, it is immediately misdirected either towards globalism or towards uh, techno feudalism. Uh, and, and it's funny when he brings up techno feudalism in that debate, he literally brings it up when they ask him about, you know, the difference between uh, capitalism and globalism. He says, you know, it's like words actually matter. Like, for instance, uh, techno global, I mean, techno feudalism matters. And then he just talks a bunch of nonsense. He doesn't even explain techno feudalism. He just basically says we're living in techno feudalism. They refuse to actually directly talk about imperialism, but they do plenty of indirect talk about it. For example, when they when they talk about wanting to send migrants back to their country and yeah. wanting to strengthen borders and states' rights, these are part of imperialism. It, it, whether it's you know the the part within a state to another state or a country to another country, that is imperialism. If I put a border around either my state or my country so that I can make my state stronger at your state's disadvantage and have an advantage over you financially, labor, resource, any of that, I can take and make myself or my country better by doing that. That is imperialism. What he's describing, he believes in, is imperialism. Right. He doesn't have to use the word if he's literally using the definition. That's the thing. Like, if you, you can call it a terrorist state all you want, but your analysis is fucking impotent and reactionary if you're not going to mm -hmm. connect, like, the militarism to the capitalist system and actually name the fucking enemy. Yep. Despite all their fucking rhetoric about, like, borders and security and all that and making one state stronger than the other, I bet not a one of them knows what a fucking tariff is. <laughs> that was the last thing i wanted to say earlier was uh they want to do not forget even socialism in one country they want to do like socialism in one city because that's what yeah. it all breaks down to if you ask them how to press any of this forward they want to break down no they don't actually like uh trump or like the republicans or anything or you know the republican party they're just siding with that temporarily because they think that's the most revolutionary movement and they actually oppose the entire u.s government and you're a, a liberal for not opposing the entire u.s government like they do because they're if we don't. of course and how do they oppose the u.s government best by voting for trump by quote, <laughs> unquote, organizing with republicans only online like none of it makes sense on its face we saw Dude, how well the, the january 6th folks are the only true revolutionaries after watching all of the george floyd protests <laughs> yeah no but those were that was just vandalism dude none of that was actually like legitimate protest energy none of that was revolutionary in any way whatsoever that was just outside infiltrators and uh that was actually the deep state i forgot Sor sorry. soros funded militants right yeah, yeah. of course it, see it's actually all clicking now it all makes sense right yeah you know full tilt over here all right well we got 15 minutes left would you guys uh anybody any got any other points about uh the mega communists it's a totally no. legit movement though right yeah, super legit. My, I just, I just learned that my neighbor. Speaking of George Floyd, I just learned that my neighbor believes that uh, Joe Biden had George George Floyd killed so that he could cozy up to the BLM movement. 
Oh. How he pulled that off? He wasn't president. He was trying to get votes. He's got deep roots. Remember, he he, had, yeah, he's he got Hillary he's got a it. long he, pedigree in Congress, so he's obviously got. Um, he's got shooters know. out there. He's got he has a huge coterie of hired killers. <laughs> he's, actually, he's got that crime bill credibility. Yeah. Jesus Christ! He had Hillary do it. Of course, of course. That's actually something that, that was brought up earlier that I wanted to kind of to harp on. I don't remember exactly how it got brought up, but you know, you talk about like um, supporting Trump as being revolutionary and all that. I mean, Trump did run to the left of Hillary. Sense on foreign policy and he was debating her in 2016 or 2015 right so like he was the one that would like he would always come down on her for um like iraq war shit right obviously he said like he didn't vote for the iraq wars like well yeah dude you weren't in congress you couldn't have but i bet you would have but, like, um brandon you're feeding back there is this this like for all of his faults and all that, Trump does have this idea or does have this this um, knack for appealing to an iconoclastic vein of the American psyche, right? And where that is now intersecting with um, current trends is there is essentially being used uh, to disrupt any kind of like true coherent um, growth. Of, of, like I said earlier, potential comrades, right? Like, there are people out there who don't know what we know, but do recognize that there are problems like we recognize that there are problems. Yep. So obviously, as, like, principled Marxists, we have to be the ones to guide them to the right path. However, we're not funded by the government and a billion think tanks, so... Yep. So, let's let's talk about Trump for a second, right? So... Even setting aside the fact that he's a fucking billionaire and he benefits from this system and his family has benefited from this system and continues to do so for generations, right? And, you know, hopefully not generations to come, but whatever, you know, that's the position that he's in. The ultimate result of his presidency should really tell you all you need to know about the fact that this is a system, right? Like, personally... I think, you know, he's just a fucking opportunist. Like, I don't think he actually believed in anything that he said, right? But even yep. if you grant that Absolutely. he actually believed in this shit and got co-opted, it should tell you everything to know, everything you need to know about the fact that the system runs deeper than a single fucking president. Even, you know what I mean? So like you actually have to change the entire structure of it, right? Like you actually have to root out the anti-communist imperial apparatus of the deep state at a much deeper level than just electing a fucking orange buffoon who goes up and rails about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, honest yeah. to God, though, like that, that, that should be the point that you want to make that like this guy, you're not going to do it with a single reactionary politician that just speaks these, you know, just speaks to these things. You know, it's a much deeper systemic problem. So why? Whatever. I don't know. Oh, you're absolutely right. And like, and despite the fact that the executive branch has um, I mean, skyrocketed in power in the last 50 years, right? with executive actions and all that, and the fact that the legislative branch just, like, doesn't fucking do anything, right? Despite all that, you still could not affect any kind of change with a progressive president. So, it, the whole thing is moot. There's no reason to believe that this would be at all effectual. Right. Before we started tonight, it, I was listening... Sorry, go ahead, Sylvie. You can go first. I'll come well, I was just going to say, I was listening to Ben Orton's uh, Multipolar Vista program, and he did his episode about the MAGA communism movement and uh, Jackson Hinkle in particular 
and he said multiple times he's like i'm only going to talk about it this one time because this is a it's bullshit basically like he's much more professional he won't actually say it that way but he's just like this is some bullshit uh it's a flash in the pan it's not going to be around very long it's a fucking op and it's a bunch of grifters just trying to make a bunch of profit and he actually has i'm like 15 minutes in and he's actually got like real evidence because he's a professional i'm going to put his the link to his episode in the show notes because obviously this is us shooting the shit just like trashing these guys but he has the receipts and it's great because jackson hingle is like on his show talking about like a a gold company like advertising to invest in gold and it's like oh this is a company that works with ron paul and we like ron paul it's like you fucking like ron paul like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and then and he gets like the video of jackson hinkle admitting that he's just a fucking clout grifter and like every single thing he does is for clout and like he doesn't believe a fucking thing he says and the person he's saying it to on his show is like so you have no principles and he's like what are you talking about what are you talking about and and he goes chat back me up here and then she's like no you have no principles you're saying it to yourself like you have no like ethic or anything you just want to do things for a clout or whatever like uh, it's ridiculous but I'll, I'll link that video in the show notes as well but would you watch so? that video when, when you posted the link in the group chat and i did not know that that's who jack ankle was oh, i was just like who the fuck is this clown <laughs> makes sense I'm disappointed to find out more about him because there were i don't like follow him on twitter but i have seen people who've liked his stuff he has had like rather milk toast but still good takes before right and then when you find out that he's literally just like trying to rope you in yeah it's just disappointing he failed as a Bernie bro and founded a movement mm-hmm. of his own. Congratulations. The American he ran dream. as a Democrat. He ran for, for like an office as a Democrat. Yeah. So um, another thing about kind of what, what you guys have been talking about and another point from the debate with Revolutionary Blackout Network. At one point and several times, you know, Hinkle starts defending the MAGAs and uh, talking about how they are the they are closer to the working class than like the Democrats are. And that if you want to find the actual proletariats in, in the U.S., I don't know if he uses proletariat. He tends to, you know, only speak in MAGA exclusive. But however he worded it, he was saying like the, the, the MAGA are closer to the proletariats in the U.S. than any other political uh, movement or foundation or organization because you know the john birch society loves labor right and so he he keeps saying that and finally uh revolutionary blackout nick he pushes back and says yeah but if your goal is to just grab a large swath of people uh who you think could be helpful to your movement why would you choose maga over just say like the democrats because obviously even though we have issue with the democrats we think they are bad for a lot of reasons they're clearly not as bad as maga and you know they make up a larger group than maga does maga is a subsect of, of a subsect so why would you choose MAGA over like the Democrats? And then he goes, no, because uh, they're just the global elites themselves. They are controlled by the global elites, and the MAGAs are the only part, uh, are the only U.S. movement that actually is disassociated with the go- global elites. And he goes on, and then literally Nick from Blackout Network would be like, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean that makes sense? Are you fucking stupid? And it's bonkers and he keeps talking about like you know the the issue is the duopoly so if you're if you're with maga that means you're you're 
it with the duopoly and I'm against the duopoly no matter what side you choose. And he's like, yeah, but you got to think like MAGA, you know, they are the actual working class They're, You know, in the U.S., people don't talk like they talked in Soviet Russia. It's a different vocabulary. You have to use your, their vocabulary. If you want to get in and get the working class on your side, this is their vocabulary. And then Nick will be like, oh, you know, I, I guess that checks out. Um, and the crazy thing to me is when it comes to a lot of what you guys were saying as far as like American politics go, I, I feel like there's a big misunderstanding about what politicians in the U.S. are doing in the first place. Because what you have to remember, especially with the Republicans and the Democrats, is all they're doing is they have all of these people they pay to run analysis on what things excite a certain group of people, whether it's I don't like immigrants or whether it's uh, LGBTQ rights, uh, all of these things. They do Large corporations do this too, but especially with these political organizations and parties, all they do, they run statistics and they find out what phrases, what messages, what uh, actions a large group of people support, and then they talk in those actions. And, you know, I was talking with a family member just a few days ago who, who was asking, you know, uh, are you going to be voting for Trump coming up? And I just kind of laughed. I'm like, oh, you're going to vote for Biden? And I, I laughed again. I was like, no, I, I will not be voting this election cycle. Let's, let, let's not get deep into that because I know where your political standing is. And they said, oh, well, you know, but Trump, uh, if you really sat down and listened to what Trump says, Trump is, you know, for uh, you know, workers' rights and all these things. And I was like, and that should fucking scare you. And they just looked at me puzzled. And I said, think about it. Trump is a billionaire. His buddies are billionaires. They share nothing in common with you. What you're telling me, he says, would directly impact him and his closest friends in a negative way. You should not fucking believe him. He's not looking <laughs> to negatively impact. And it's the same thing with both parties. When you start hearing a politician that sounds like you and they start talking in, in things that, that matter to you, but they're not living anything like you, they don't look anything like you, and in order to do that would actually negatively impact them, what the fuck are you still listening to them for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I always said about Trump because I grew up in like a, a small rural town, you know, and there's a lot of support, obviously, for him there. Not not categorically so, but there was a lot of support there. And I just I would talk to people and be like, can you imagine this dude walking into there, there's a like, you know, just a local bar and hanging out, walking his fat cheeseburger ass into this bar and actually <laughs> like, you know, you know, rubbing elbows with, you know, the locals <laughs> and, you know, throwing back a couple beers. No. At the end of the day, he ain't you. He's a different class. He's a different breed. And when someone like Ivanka, his daughter, tweets something, I think it was her, she tweeted out something like, you know, there's nothing you can do about it now, but the Republicans are the party of the working class. When Ivanka Trump, with her designer handbags <laughs> and her designer clothes, is tweeting shit like that out, yeah. I mean, you have to stop and think for a second about that. Jackson Hinkle too, and that's my thing. Is like, just go on his, yeah, in his Twitter in his fucking penthouse apartment, right? Give yeah, me a fucking do, break. Do yourself a favor. Go on Jackson Hinkle's Twitter. Click media. Scroll through this motherfucker's photos and tell me this man's calling himself a communist. Do you believe it? Don't be fucking stupid, people. <laughs> they talk about the I could believe that Republicans are like the class only in so much as there's a huge swath of the population that has been alienated by both parties mm -hmm. so like of the two parties, 
Yeah, I, I could maybe believe that. Because the Democrats only say middle class. Yeah. Which isn't a thing! No, it's not a real thing. It's no relationship to labor. Not at all. It's not a class. But you want to talk about, like, a global elite, right? Or a globalist elite, if you want. But, um, like, you want to talk about a global elite, uh, and then you fucking follow mm. Trump, and you're a QAnon person who's anti, like, supposedly anti-pedophile. The only other person named in the court proceedings of the Epstein case besides Jeffrey Epstein, was Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I love so- One someone- other name. I love the tweet where someone said, uh, uh, after Trump was being investigated, they said, where's all the investigations to everyone who was on Jeffrey Epstein's flight list? And they said, well, there's at least one. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I'll just steal another take from Ben Orton again. But he said, it's like, the idea that you need to go after mega, con- like, mega as with your communist message and we need to recruit from there it's so stupid because if you think about the amount of people who voted at all in the elections for trump it's like that's a small subset of society right there because a lot of people just didn't fucking vote because they're disaffected or they're disenfranchised and then to go after the small subset of those people and say that that represents the majority of the working class that doesn't make sense go after the majority of people who did not fucking vote like the people who just know that both parties don't serve them. Don't go after oh, a, he's, a section he's, of one party. He stole that take from us. That was on our Patsock episode. Uh, oh, no. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's very easy to say most people don't like Trump. It's very easy to say that and back it up. And true. Yeah, the MAGA communists are literally, and this should be enough for anybody, are literally telling you to go out to Trump rallies, to adopt their phrases, and to also bash actual communists. Everyone on this poll is insulting anyone who is a communist and does not believe they should go side with MAGA. That is crazy. They are calling themselves communist while literally alienating them from the entirety of communism. Yeah, I mean, Sterling, the last thing I'll say about that poll is that you fucked up by making three options for people to agree with us and one for people who disagree with us. So they You're all lumped right. into that one category. You got to do it the other yeah. way next time. Uh, well, let, <laughs> let, let me, let me point out there's, there's three of them for, you know, like our side and one for their side. They're only at what, like 63% on their side. So they're barely over 50% with all their fucking Langley boys resharing it to try to take over <laughs> our poll. And we are not like super popular on Twitter. Like I get a couple likes per post. So the simple fact that we're keeping up with their little fucking high, Hijacking should tell you something. It's at like yeah. almost 400 votes at this point, and they still have barely broke the 50% mark. That's crazy. We're doing numbers for once. What, what that <laughs> means? That's not, I don't have 150, 200 people on my Twitter, on our yeah. Twitter, that are uh, polling on it. What that means is their fucking followers are against them. That's their people voting against them. That's not <laughs> our people. Oh. So good. That's so good. All right, well, does anybody have anything else? Yeah, just, let's just throw in, you know, we, we shot a lot on Trump. Like, let's just throw I think a that we should all get together and too. go to a Pat Sox game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, just I agree we should shit on Biden, too, life. because uh, Biden's a lot more frustrating. Yeah, the Pat Sox play exclusively in Indonesia, though. Oh! <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Nat, next episode, we'll do uh, we'll shit on Biden and the Dems. <laughs> All right. Thank you, gentlemen. This was fun. Later, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Take it easy. Peace.